Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Batflips and Maple Dips. My name's Clayton Croker, Justin Anderson to my left, to my far right, far, far right. Patrick Marsh joining us in the Maritimes. Uh, not gonna lie, I just ran up like three flights of stairs. Justin just ran here from work. Three blocks. We're a little out of breath, so uh, Patrick, how about you just talk for like the next minute and a half, and then we'll uh, catch our breath and be good, okay? Absolutely. Thanks, bud. So, hey, it's been a glorious week of non-news here in baseball. <laughs> We're getting that to that point in the season where there's not much to talk about, and it seems like all the free agents uh, don't want to sign anywhere. So I guess this is a good time to talk about, um, I don't know, stalling for time. There Shout were out. some rumors, though. There were some rumors we can talk about a little bit later, uh, specifically pitching with uh garrett cole and steven strasberg meeting with the yankees we'll talk about that a bit uh first though big shout out to anchor itunes spotify google podcast tune in and stitcher um that's where you can listen to bat flips and maple dips also facebook twitter and instagram give us a follow instagram yeah facebook meh twitter hey yeah. we're all about that twitter blue jays twitter probably one of the best twitters in major league baseball i love baseball twitter it's the saltiest twitter that's yes. for sure baseball twitter in general i love but blue jays twitter oh it's it's something else some spicy takes on yeah there. well let's talk about that first before we yeah. get into some jay stuff here garrett cole um steven strasburg meeting with the yankees both of them yeah what are the chances justin they get both of them because they can afford them they're the yankees if they get both, oh, I didn't even thought about them getting both, and now I'm I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. But uh, I'd say there's a pretty good chance, like a high likelihood, like a fifty percent chance they get one of them. Both of them, maybe a fifteen percent chance. Patrick, what's the chance that the Yankees get both these guys? Zero. There's zero. No, zero. I'm calling it right now. I'm very firm in this. They're not going to sign with the same team, and they're certainly not both going to sign with the New York Yankees. Look, I get it. The Yankees have infinite payroll, and so do the Dodgers. But you have to be asking yourselves at this point, if it was that easy a decision to just sign with the Yankees, why haven't they done it yet? In truth, I think that Steven Strasburg is going to re-sign with the Washington Nationals. That's the current reigning and defending champions. While Garrett Cole is probably going to stay in the American League, but I'm gonna I'm gonna freestyle this and say that Garrett Cole is gonna sign with your Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim in California. Ooh. So you're saying zero percent for the Yankees, but a hundred percent Angels. What do you think? I think that there's as Lloyd Christmas would say, so you're telling me there's a chance. Because, man, it's the Yankees. Yeah. The Yankees will throw a bunch of cash at them. And that's not the only thing, though. You get to play in New York. New York's one of the best cities in the world. The facility is yep. second to none. It's a legendary facility built basically the same way as old Yankee Stadium with a bunch of new amenities. That's fantastic. Uh, the team is awesome. Like, the Yankees are great as much as it pains me to say that. But the Yankees across the board have, like... A plus, A plus, A plus. If this was NCAA football 14 for PlayStation 3 and you were recruiting, the New York Yankees would have A plus in everything, facilities, uh, conference, team prestige, everything. They have everything. So there's always a chance they can get both of those guys. I think they'll get at least one. I bet you Strasburg goes to the Yanks. I have a feeling Garrett Cole is not like a Yankees guy, but I think that uh, Strasburg, I think he's going to go to the Yanks. He already won a World Series. 
And I bet you he's like, you know what? I'm going to get my money in New York and maybe win a couple more. Get this bread. Exactly. And he's so he proved it in the playoffs oh, yeah. this year. He proved it all year. All year he was great. But everyone was just like, okay, Strasburg with a lucky year. He's got talent mm-hmm. because he's always been so hurt and up and down before. The playoffs, is it was like a brand new Steven, Steven Strasburg. He was he was lights out. Lights out. Um, speaking of pitchers, let's get to some Blue Jay stuff. Uh, Matt Shoemaker. Um, the Blue Jays will tender him a contract for the 2020 season. Patrick, you love Matt Shoemaker. I remember at the start of the year before the whole knee thing, you were a big fan. But even afterwards, you were like, during the season, hey, we still got Matt Shoemaker next year, guys. Because we were bitching about pitching. <laughs> Dr. Seuss. Um, <laughs> we were bitching about pitching like all season long. And Patrick would always be like, but we still have Matt Shoemaker next year. So what do you think about this? Um, I'm good with it. I was not very high on Shoemaker at all during the preseason uh, when we were doing the spring training games. Because he didn't look that great. But then he came in. He had three very good starts before uh, his leg exploded. Uh, and uh, Nice way of putting sh- it there. Yeah, he had to be shut down. But I think Matt Shoemaker, because Matt Shoemaker has been working out and getting ready for this season nonstop since his injury, I think he's going to be the comeback kid next year. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to come in and he's going to pitch better than what he did in the three starts that we did see him for. So I have very high hopes for Shoemaker. I don't think he's our ace. I don't think we've signed our ace yet or traded for him. But Shoemaker's a good, you know, number three guy on a team that's trying to transition into being a contender. Oh, if the ace is on our team right now, we're we're in trouble. Yeah, we like, are. If our ace is on our team right now, that's that's bad news. Deep doo doo. Uh, Matt Shoemaker, what do you like, let's get a win prediction or a season prediction from you, Justin? How do you think he's doing next year? American League Comeback Player of the Year. Wow, you guys are all aboard the Matt Shoemaker. 180 train. innings pitched, uh, probably like 32 starts. He's gonna pitch a full season, no injuries. I'm rooting for the guy. There's a guy. If there's a guy who deserves to be healthy for a year, it's Matt Shoemaker. I'm rooting for him too, but. I don't think he's going to have as good of a season as last year. I mean, it was such a small sample size last year, only a couple games before he got hurt, and he looked great. But let's be honest here, he overperformed. He was great, and he was awesome, and I want him to do well too. But I'm thinking he's going to have like a Sean Markham type of year, just a middle-of-the-road kind of year, and that would be fantastic. Yep. <laughs> Sean Markham was a great pitcher, but I think he's just going to kind of blend in. You know, he's going to go like 14-10, and 10, something like that, reasonable ERA, not a lot of walks, not a lot of Ks. I think he's just going to be solid, but not like a comeback player of the year kind of thing. Uh, speaking of guys coming back, Ken Giles, um, he got tendered a contract for 2020 as well. We love Ken Giles on the Bat Flips and Maple Dips podcast. Patrick, do you want to gush about this guy for a bit, or...? 100 miles, Giles, or I don't know. I guess it's 98 miles, Giles, now. That doesn't sound as sexy. <laughs> sure doesn't. No, it doesn't. Um, I don't know. Justin put in the notes here that he's the most efficient closer in baseball over the past two seasons. I'm assuming that that has to do more so with the fact that he's only blown one save in two years and less about um, his walks per nine innings, et cetera, et cetera. We don't care. About, we don't care about walks. We care about results. Well, we care a little. What do you bit mean we don't walks. care about walks? <laughs> we definitely care a little bit about walks. We just tore the crap out of all of our pitchers last month. That's because all of our pitchers can't strike out eleven batters per nine innings like Ken Giles does. Very true. Yeah, Ken Giles. Like yeah, I, tr- I trust him in the ninth. There's yeah. not a lot of guys you can trust in the ninth inning, like fully trust in the ninth inning. Mm-hmm. 
With Cam Giles, I don't really have a lot of doubts. Like he's no. he's been proven it ever since we got Sorry, him. Sorry, fourteen batters per nine innings. He's walking less than three. What the hell are you guys complaining about? I'm not. I'm why not, are you throwing me under the bus here? I didn't say anything. That's right. You're right. Yeah, Patrick. What the hell are you complaining about? <laughs> I'm not complaining about anything. I'm Walks, just saying, like, that, is that what you meant by being an efficient closer? Yeah, he doesn't give up home runs. He doesn't give up walks. Can't walk a guy. Can't walk guys if you're the His closer. left on base percentage is ninety one percent. That's like. I, Crazy. I feel like you misunderstood, and I was trying to tee you up to give these stats, not to sh- just shit no, down my throat. No, it sounded throat. like you were shitting down. It's not it's like you were trying to shit down my throat. You're playing the old no. tee-up card. Hey, oh, I teed you up. No, I teed you up. I tried I to tee so. it up for you, and then you were like, what are you talking about, boy? What are you talking about, Patrick? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Basketball ref over here teeing things up. Good yeah. for you, Patrick Marsh. Good That's for technical. you. Uh, Brad and Drury <laughs> and Anthony Bass, they were also tendered contracts. We signed Anthony Bass to a contract today, too. I don't know much about this Anthony we, Bass we guy. We played him off waivers. Great name. I kind of want his jersey. Yeah. yeah. Bass. Bass. Yeah. Wouldn't huh. be a bad jersey to have just yeah. for shits and gigs. But Brad and Drury. Eh. Yeah. Mike Trout's lesser cousin, Anthony yeah. Bass. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Better than Tim Salmon. Yeah, fish jokes here on Batflips and Maple Dips. That that'll get us listens. The I fish might. puns. No, it won't. Uh, Brandon Jury, <laughs> did you think he was going to get a contract, Patrick? No. Yeah, I'm surprised at yeah, this. Me like, too. why? But why do you think Brandon Jury did end up getting a contract? Because there's no one else. <laughs> Short and sweet. I, I, I feel like um, giving Jury the contract signifies that Bravik Valera will definitely be booted into oblivion off the 40-man roster here mm-hmm. when we need space. We've got 37 people on the 40-man right now. Did you see that it's Anthony rude. Alford is currently the longest tenure Blue Jay? Yeah. I saw that tweet from, I want to say, Shulman. It was uh, Keegan Matheson, I think. Keegan Maybe Matheson. It was Keegan too. Matheson, yeah. friend yeah. of the show. He's friend been on Bathos and Maple Dives before. But uh, that is a crazy stat considering that the longest tenure Blue Jay hasn't really even played for the Blue yeah, Jays. Just because he debuted <laughs> in twenty fifteen or whenever it was. Yeah. That's not good. We don't have a good core right now. Yeah. We got a good young core, but when it comes to veteran core, oh boy. Uh when it comes to the non tender guys, um, unless we want to talk about Anthony Bass some more. I mean we could. Is there anything else to say other than his jersey would no, be I sweet think. to have? That's um, a great name. um <laughs> the non tendered guys, Derek Law, Jason Adam, Luke Maley, not tendered. So, are there any surprises here for you, Justin? Uh, surprised that they kept Brendan Drury, but the guys who were booted off, not surprised at all. I think this is going to signify that we are not moving our young catchers. Good. Keep them both. Why yeah. not? Why not? I mean... It's an embarrassment of riches. I love it. But you could get so many good players for a good young catcher. You can get a lot of good pieces. I remember I said that a couple episodes ago. Yeah, you did. And I was like, man, we should trade one of these guys. But it is so nice having two good catchers. Yeah, develop. Uh, Patrick, any surprises for you with the non-tendered and tendered guys? No, I'm actually. I mean, it's always sad when a player gets non-tendered because it puts their career in jeopardy. I mean, I don't know. I just like the idea of guys being able to continue to play if they want to. Um, Luke Melee is uh, unable to hit five. Or, uh, sorry, he's unable to hit two hundred in MLB. Uh, he's kind of demonstrated that. So <laughs> I thought you were going to stop at he's unable to hit. <laughs> <laughs> that would have yeah. been more accurate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's. I'm not that savage. I mean. I mean... I was just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's it's sad, but like, man, I just I love this team so much. 
I really do. And I know, like, we were just talking about how we're not going to trade Reese McGuire, but spoiler alert, <laughs> we're going to talk about trading Reese McGuire in a little bit. We could get some real good pieces for him and probably some good picks. Save I know it for the segment. A, I know getting picks for any player in Major League Baseball yeah, is kind a, of a dumpy move because it's the MLB draft. It's getting just prospects a is a dumpy move, Exactly. Too. So unless we can get some good pieces, maybe not. Um, I just feel like we're talking about stakes the whole time with this non-tender. Tender? Tender. Yeah, I was. I keep thinking my yes. mouth's watering a little Ooh, bit. Ken Giles' contract, so tender. Chicken tenders. So juicy. Mm. <laughs> um, quick note here in the news, Zach Wheeler. Uh, apparently the Jays are... One of the three teams looking to give him a big contract, $100 million uh, over five years. Yeah. If we sign Zach Wheeler to that, would you be happy or disappointed? Because $20 million a year is a lot for the Jays. You'd be ecstatic? Oh, yeah. Patrick, would you be happy or is that an overspend? No. That would be a tremendous plus for this team. It would immediately put them into uh, about 500, I would say. (laughs) Uh, Zach Wheeler's quality would would certainly – he would certainly be the ace. And uh, there would still be wiggle room for us to spend money on somebody like uh, your boy, Clayton, Dallas Keuchel. My boy. I'm telling you, we're going to get Dallas Keuchel, and he's going to be do wonders for the Jays. He's a veteran, and he's a good pitcher. It's everything we need. Man. And he's got a great beard. We should have Marcus Stroman's veterans interview as like a soundbite on here, because every time we mention veterans, just have Marcus Stroman saying, there's not enough veterans in this team. <laughs> good Marcus Stroman impression, by the way. Yeah. That was... That was spot on. Height doesn't right measure heart. You know what my favorite Marcus Stroman impression was? It was when he shut the fuck up and stopped talking about the Jays because he got traded. No one wanted him here anymore. Easy on Stroman. Again, I have respect for Stroman because he risked his whole career because he pitched on one leg for us in the playoffs. So because of that, I'll always remember Marcus Stroman. That's a gutsy move. He was young and he knew he was going to make a lot of money. He could have blew out his knee again and cost himself like millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. But instead he pitched. Everything else kind of iffy with Marcus Stroman. But that playoff performance, I'll always be a fan of his just because of that. That was that was gutsy stuff. I yep. know he's kind of a D-bag. I think okay. his heart's in the right place. Yeah. He just doesn't know how to shut up sometimes. Yeah, exactly. He has no off switch, basically. <laughs> no filter. He's so, like Sean Avery. How much would you be willing to pay for Zach Wheeler? $100 million for over five years. So no more? Probably not. So not even a hundred and one million over five years. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> frig off! <laughs> uh, okay, hundred and one, an extra two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Nope, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't no, do it no, much. we got to give Brandon Jury his money. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, that that money is for Brandon. <laughs> yeah. It's all for Brandon. Oh, the name Brandon just sounds like a spoiled kid name. Hey, like, yeah. do you guys know like a single? Not a single child, because whatever, but did you guys ever know like a kid named Brandon? I yeah. knew a kid named Brandon in elementary school, and he was a single child. That's why I, only, I said only it. Only child, and yeah, yeah. Only child, sorry, That's single child. I hope he was single. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, only child, just the most spoiled kid, and just Brandon. Yeah, Bra- I, don't I knew know. Brandon, too, just so, the same way. Yeah, that was, that can was, I give, it, that can was I give a, a shout-out right now? Yeah. Actually, growing up, I did know Brandon. Uh, he was actually the opposite of what you're describing. He was one of the nicest people uh, that I ever met, and everywhere that he went, he was fondly thought of. And actually, he passed away uh, a year or two ago, hmm. and it's weird that you that it came up because it made me have all these feels again, thinking about my buddy Brandon. So shout out to my boy. Well, now I feel uh, like a giant yeah. jerk. I'm sorry. Ah, I see myself out. It's, uh, it's all right, man. Sorry, yeah, my Brandon sucked. 
<laughs> well, not all Brandons are created equally. Opposite of a shout out to the Brandon I knew in St. Bernard Elementary School. If you're listening, Brandon, I forget your last name, <laughs> but I didn't like you that much. Uh, let's play some what if, shall we? Yeah. Um, like playing some what if. Uh, who wants to tee this one up? Let's Justin go. or Patrick? Let's let Patrick do this. Patrick, one. tee it up. Oh, I was you, hoping I'd get a... So you teed stuff up earlier in the show, and now you don't want to tee now stuff up. Now you actually up. get the chance right, to tee it up. I'm not going to go off on you. So after all the non-tendering stuff went down, um, and just for uh, preface for this, I did not know that Luke Melee was non-tendered when I made this. <laughs> so immediate backpedal on my part. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about what little moves the Jays could make, maybe digging through the, uh, you know, the discount bin at Walmart. Uh, trying to find some players to plug some of the gaps we have uh, on the team. So I thought about a scenario where we sign four players, trade away three, and get ourselves some extra equity when it comes to trading. Uh, did not know about Zach Wheeler either, so let's pretend that Zach Wheeler exists with within his, his own dimension and universe, so he's not a part of this and it's not a part of the consideration. So what if the Jays take advantage of signing the following uh, free agents Crazy. for discount rates? We're going to start off by talking about right-handed pitcher a Blake Trainin, who was non-tendered by the Oakland Athletics after mm. uh, a rough year, didn't really uh, do very well. And if I'm not mistaken, he did suffer an injury uh, either this year or last year, something like that. Uh, so Blake Trainin is the first name. Uh, second name is Taiwan Walker. Uh, you'll probably remember him from his days as Taiwan Walker, uh, starting pitcher of your Arizona Diamondbacks. Catcher Josh Fegley, who I believe is also an Oakland Athletic, or former Oakland Athletic, and ya boy Clayton, coming back to the six, outfielder, Kevin, the Greek god, Pilar, coming back to Toronto. What do you guys? First of all, what do you guys think of those free agents? I know none of them are going to, you know, they're not world beaters. But what do you think about getting them for discount prices? This is gonna shock people, and this might be a spicy take. I don't think Kevin Pilar should come back to the Jays. Why would we bring back Kevin Pilar? Do we want Kevin Pilar to come back? Again, I love Kevin Pilar. One of my favorite Jays of all time. I don't think he should come back. That's weird. Getting rid of him like a week yeah. into last season and then, hey, come back. And Why? The thing, too, is all of the players involved in that deal are all without jobs now. Yeah, it would Alan, just be Alan weird. Hansen, Derek Law, also just non-tendered and now Kevin Pillar. So it'd it's just like, be yeah, weird. that trade was a wash. Yeah. I don't think we need Kevin Pillar. I don't think we need Kevin Pillar either. I like, think you, and you, you said we would take advantage of these free agents. I think taking Kevin Pillar would be a disadvantage. I think we'd be better with Jonathan Davis or Anthony Alford. Because yeah. they're probably going to have the same stats, but at least they're younger. Kevin Pillar, he's hit his ceiling. And again, it pains me to say that. I still think Kevin Pillar has a lot in the tank, but I don't think we should bring him back because it would just be weird. Hey, we didn't like you. We like you again. <laughs> no, don't tease Kevin Pillar, okay? Don't be a tease with him, okay? Um, when it comes to Taiwan Walker, though, I like Taiwan Walker. I thought yeah, he was I a really, too. really good pitcher. If we can get him at a really good price, because again, he's... He's kind of in the same boat as Matt Shoemaker. I think he could be like the Matt Shoemaker of next year. Hopefully he doesn't get injured, though. But I like Tawan Walker. I don't really know too much about the other guys, this Fegley guy and this Treenan guy, so I can't really talk too much on them. 
Sure. Yeah. Uh, Blake Trinan was crazy good in, in 2018. So he pitched to a 0.78 ERA that year. Mm. Um, he put up 3.6 wins above replacement, which is like otherworldly for a relief pitcher. And he closed 38 games for Oakland that year. This year is a different story. He, for some reason, he lost the ability to not walk people. He His walks went from 2.5 to 5.7 for mm. nine innings. So basically doubled. Uh, which more than doubled, which is a problem. Um, his opponent's batting average also a crazy jump, and he gave up home runs. All things considered equal, I believe this year, in my opinion, as a, a stats man and looking back at his past performances, even before the great year in 2018, this year was probably uh, a bit of an aberration, an outlier. Statistically, he is bound to be better. This coming year, I don't think he's going to be 0.78 ERA good, mm-hmm. but like three and a half, four could be where he sits. And for a leaf pitcher, that's what you want. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, he's a guy that could probably come reasonably cheap just because of the crap year that he had. I'm thinking a couple million, maybe two and a half for him for this season. Give him a one-year deal, maybe a team option or club option or something in 2021 just to get that that experienced arm into the bullpen. And as for Josh uh, Fagley, I don't really know anything about him. And <laughs> nor do I care because we don't we don't need a catcher. Exactly. So we don't need a catcher, but <laughs> Sorry, let's Patrick. Say, like that's the thing. I don't I don't see us trading Reese McGuire, a guy who we know, a guy who has been in the system, a guy that we trust for someone that we don't really know too much about. Yeah. But I don't know, do you know anything yeah. about this Fagley guy, Patrick? Yeah, he can hit for power and he's actually pretty good behind the plate. Uh, I'm not very confident about how to describe his game calling, but I do know that he is above average when it comes to uh, catching runners uh, out in the uh, around the base paths, and uh, he is not one to commit errors. Last year, he was Oakland's, I guess you could say, like regular catcher. He played in 106 games, uh, and he only made two errors. So. I know that's not really a great indication of like that makes him automatically like a a great catcher. I I just think, you know, without knowing, like knowing what I know now, obviously we don't need to discuss this, but in a vacuum, Fegley would be a very serviceable catcher or backup catcher to a team that needs one. That plus power is what appeals to me. He's not really a great hitter, although we did see marginal improvement in his average. Uh, this year, and he drove in 62 runs, which is definitely more than uh, McGuire and Jansen did combined. Uh, and he does have like shades of a decent eye at the plate. He's getting better. He's 31 right now, so I don't know if we want to invest the time in somebody. I didn't really realize again that he was that old. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I just threw the name out there just because we. I thought if we tr- used. Reese McGuire's value, we'd be able to, you know, help with the pitching situation that we're in. I think Taiwan Walker is like a, the perfect pitcher for our system because he's only 27. You know, he's non-tendered. I know he hasn't pitched in the last two years, um, but when he was pitching, he had, you know, three or four great years uh, between Seattle and Arizona. Uh, the injuries are concerning, but you know. It's a pet project, so to speak, where you bring him on, see what he could do, 
And, you know, it could he could end up being like Matt Shoemaker, who gets inspired by the fans in Toronto and really starts to work his ass off to get in good shape and get ready for the new season. Or, you know, maybe he tries to coast, in which case he'll get DFA'd and he'll be back where he is right now, which is without a contract. What about, though, if Reese McGuire ends up not panning out and we didn't trade him at his top value? That's Reece why Mc... I wanted to recommend trading yeah. him. Reese McGuire's now. value is not like sky high by any means right now, but it's high. He's a young catcher. And young catchers. He's a backup catcher. They don't come around a lot. But again, yeah, he is a backup catcher with potential to maybe grow into a starting catcher. So it is a. I mean, it's not like we'd get a crazy amount for him, but like we could still get someone decent mm. for him. And Danny Jansen is the guy. Danny Jansen's better than Reese McGuire. So that's the thing. Yeah, I'm kind of going back and forth on this. I don't know, but man, it is nice having two good young catchers. Um, and at the end of the day, too, we still got Jonathan Davis and Anthony Alford, two great young outfielders. Not again, not great, good. Yeah, Jonathan Davis and Anthony Alford both above average defensively, mm-hmm. but Jonathan Davis is never going to be a hitter. Mm-hmm. So we're not in a situation um, where we need to unload those guys right away. And I don't, I don't really know if they have any value at this point. I mean, Anthony Alford, like you said, he's the longest tenured Blue Jay, and he's got less than 100 career at bats. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which to me doesn't signify that he has any value. He's at the end of his prospect clock, no options left. Mm-hmm. So if he doesn't make the team out of spring training, free agent. Somebody will give him a shot in the minors, but it's not to a Marley deal or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But he's got to, I think they give him a chance in spring training. I'd love to see him at least get a month, like give him three months. What We're not going to compete this year. Give him mm-hmm. April, April, May, June, a couple hundred, 250 at bats in center field, whatever it needs to be, or right field if they put Gritchick in center. And just let him let him go with it and see if there is anything there. See if he can stay healthy for one thing, because that's been his biggest issue as a prospect. Is every time he puts together a good stretch, he gets some sort of freak injury. Um, so you got to hope he can stay healthy. Any more baseball talk? I got something random at the end here, but oh, throw it out. That's no, that's... we're done with the baseball though. Hold on. What do you guys think about? Is Yasiel Puig still a free agent? Yes. What do you think about Yasiel Puig coming to Toronto? Be a, How do you feel about that? A reason to watch the Blue Jays, that's for sure. Yeah, he'd sell some tickets for sure. The Wild Horse. Yeah, is he worth it? Again, we're not going to be anything special this year, so if he is a distraction, it's not the end of the world. He does lots of charitable work. If we do end up overachieving and he ends up being a distraction, that would suck because, let's face it, Yasiel Puig is going to end up being a distraction somehow. <laughs> the media yeah. will spin it like he will be a distraction even if he's not a distraction. You just hope that if he did sign a guy like that, yeah, he would play well and mm-hmm. be a good trade piece. Because he is a good player. Like, when he gets hot, he's hot, and that guy can hit bombs. He can excite a team, and he's pretty clutch. He's a cannon for an arm, too. I wouldn't mind it, but I wouldn't like it at the same time. I'd have to I'd have to play the wait-and-see approach. I wouldn't go looking for a deal with him, but uh, if he was still there in January, I would throw him some money and see if he would mm-hmm. bite. Yeah, if there are no other teams going after him and you can get him for a bargain price, is sure. There we no need one else? A, I don't know. If there's I mean, no he's, one a, else. he's a 1.3 war player last year and he hit 24 dingers, 84 RBIs, and 19 stolen bases. He gives us speed. He gives us power. He's great in the outfield. He's everything that we need right now in the outfield. We need stability and we don't have it. Yeah. That's very true. And again, we need outfield help, so. I'd rather that than Kevin Pillar. Yeah, me too. Again, I love Kevin. He's my boy. But it just doesn't make sense bringing Kevin Pillar back. There were some rumors today that he was going to be coming back. Because it makes sense. As soon as he gets put on the 
free agent list. That everyone's like, oh, we should bring back Kevin Pillar. Yeah, again, love we the guy. Sign Edwin too while we're at it. If we, if he would have stayed <laughs> with the team last year, I would have no problem resigning him this year. It's the fact that we let him go. It's like, okay, it looks really bad. They trade him after two games. And again, it just looks stupid though. Bringing <laughs> him back, it's like, okay. yeah, they won't bring him back. It's just like, why would you get rid of this guy? But anyway, uh, okay, random question time. Um, because potato shortage, twenty nineteen, it's happening. Potato shortage. Yeah, uh, because of the crappy weather. Uh, potato farmers had a bad yield. Mother of God. So there might be a potato shortage in North America. Dude, what about French fries? I know. And tater tots and hash browns. Dude, so people were like, as long as we sacrifice one potato dish that no one likes, we can just save French fries, save hash browns, save tater oh, tots, all the good stuff, of. mashed potatoes. So which potato dish would you sacrifice? Like, no one can make this potato dish again. Oh, man, I'm ready. I got, a, I got, I got, I got two that I'm trying to decide between. I'm okay. gonna flip a coin. Patrick, you go first. I'm telling you, if we put every, every, fucking potato salad dish on a rocket and sent it right into the sun, <laughs> I would be so happy. Agreed. I hate, hate, potato salad. Potato salad, it's up there with pasta salad. I hate pasta salad. Because they're both served cold, and it's both just weird, the texture. And, like, the potato salad, it's, like, just mayo and potatoes, and, like, that's it. And maybe some onions and other stuff. It's just gross. Let's uh, get rid of scalloped potatoes. See, yeah. You See, guys, my you guys one, said potatoes. potatoes. I was going to say potato salad or scalloped potatoes, and you guys said potatoes, so I'm yeah. going to go with uh, scallops. See, those are my two answers at work today. Scalloped potatoes are so gross. Just they, not, why would you want liquid potatoes? Well, again, they're liquid, <laughs> but on the disgusting. top, they're crunchy. Yeah. So it's crunchy and liquid at the same time, and it just throws you off. Yeah, that's less than ideal. But it's a tough question, hey? Like, because, again, those aren't uh, potato salads gross, but scale potatoes still aren't bad. As long bad. as we save french fries and mashed potatoes, the rest of them can go to hell as yeah. far as I'm concerned. But, yeah, conserve you know, your potatoes. You know what potato salad is, guys? Potato salad is the Oakland Coliseum of potato dishes. The so. Kevin Pillar of potato dishes. Hey, fuck off. Easy. <laughs> it's, made with, it's made with something <laughs> good, See, here's but the it's thing. not very good. You've been trying to troll me this whole episode. <laughs> I've been trying for some so. good... Ooh, Kevin Pillar. I just Ooh, wanted Kevin you to Pilar. bite, and you Ooh, finally took Kevin it. <laughs> Using your, oh, I'm going to make fun of this guy voice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Didn't work, because I was like, no, I don't want Kevin Pillar back. Yeah. How'd you like those apples, bud? Um... Yeah, you're did like, trolling that work? Was, that was the Granny Smith of yeah. apples right there. But you're like a hey, you're, hey, hold on. You're hold like on. that guy on Facebook with an eagle Facebook profile picture and tries to get into <laughs> comment <laughs> fights on Confederate Facebook. Flag in the yeah. background, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Are you gonna defend Granny Smith apples here, Patrick? Yes, and here's why. Look, I gra- if, you're eating, yeah. <laughs> if you're eating a Granny Smith apple straight up, you're a fool. There are dozens of different types of of apples that you could be eating over a Granny yeah, Smith apple. Raw, okay? John of Gold, Golden Delicious, Gala, Honey Crisp. You, and, but you're fooling around with a Granny Smith. But let me tell you, Granny Smith apples and Apple Crisp, that's where it's at. You get that tartness. Look, I'm a, I'm a baker in my free time. Dare I say a master baker. <laughs> oh, God. <All laughs> I just right, wanted to get off. ahead of that because I knew one of you was thinking about that. I laughed. Why did I ask you about the apples? We're going to end the show on apples? Well, how do you like them apples? Or how do you like them potatoes? Pick one. <sighs> wow. We started off strong. You know that uh, saying, it's not how you start, it's how you finish? That doesn't apply on this show. Um, that's it. That's all for this episode. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, give us a follow. Uh, also, Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, TuneIn, Stitcher, wherever you're listening, we really appreciate it. Uh, who's got the song today? What are we saying goodbye to? 
Well, I went with just classic rock. ZZ Top LaGrange. Or as they say in Quebec, cigarettes. Let's separate from Canada and steal their money at the same time. I don't like Quebec. Uh, for Justin, for Patrick. Uh, what's wrong with Quebec, man? <laughs> oh, you want to talk to someone from Saskatchewan about Quebec? You should talk to someone from Alberta about Quebec. Yeah, bud. Oh, look up equalization payments and you'll see why we're extremely upset at Quebec. Um, yeah, yep, whatever, Quebec. Quebec. See you later. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Rumors spread around. United takes his time. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you wanna go to that whole mile. Oh, they got a lot of nice girls. Huh? <laughs>